El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions, and now I kind of do the same thing. Joining me today, he is my co-host on this very podcast. He also co-hosts a podcast called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and a podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports, which is about how he doesn't even like sports. And maybe he's got other things to announce soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, if this next guest is here, you know we're talking about something sad and disturbing. He is a fantastic comedian. You can hear him tell jokes on Spotify. Just look up his name. It's really easy. Ladies and gentlemen, Atif Myers. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm the one you like. Also here is my co-host, Jeff May, who's mocking yeah. everything I say. I don't do that, and I wouldn't do that, Adam, so I don't know what you're talking about. Hi, it's so nice to be here with you today. I was doing the same thing to Jeff that he does to me. You weren't doing anything. But it didn't impact him because he's an asshole. Hey, also joining us, Atif Myers is here. What's up? How's it going? Good. It's going you, pretty well. Do you think I'm an asshole, Atif? No. Oh, so well, not to me, you, not to me though. Piece of shit. I've, I've seen you be an asshole to other people, and I just find it funny. There it is. <laughs> you haven't. You have not. Mm, I would disagree. I think we all have. So how? I mean, the funny part is true, but n- not the. Mm, not that's the, the part I disagree well, with. To be fair, I think they deserved it, so it's fine. Oh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> how's uh, Jeff? How's it going? Things are great, Adam. Things are great. Great, 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 great. Who can complain about anything right now? Am I right? Literally, literally nothing is wrong. Everything's good. (laughs) Everything's great. I'm pretty relaxed, if I can be honest. Got a lot of time off right now, just chilling, relaxing. Oh, yeah? Good. Taking a little break? Taking a little break. (laughs) A little break from being employed. You know how it goes. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. A tiff, how are you, man? How are you Good. holding up? You're getting Good, married, it. right? Is that a thing we can say on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. It's weird. I got engaged to we got engaged like last week, and we've already got a date for our wedding in October. Oh yeah? I had zero say, so that's fun. <laughs> what date? What date? What's the date in October? October twenty-third. What uh, link do people go to to get an invite to your wedding? I have no idea. We're doing it super small in the mountains of Idlewild, California. Okay. Once oh, I, love, I love those weddings that I don't have to go to, man. Yeah. Once I have a time and location, Same. we will post that on the Unpops <laughs> Twitter. And everyone go check out a Tiff's wedding. <laughs> It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. We'll do like, a, you know what we'll do? We'll do a play-by-play. So we'll go up there and we'll record a pod about it. Oh, my God. While Plus, it's going on. Commentary. Like they can hear it, but they won't hear it like a ton. You we'll know? have someone. We'll have someone live tweet it. Not me and I'll Jeff. We're going to be on camera. No. I'll ask her mom. I'll ask her mom. I'm going up there this weekend so we can discuss plans. And oh, yeah, is she from Idlewild? 
Her mom lives up there. Yeah, and it's like, oh, so this is just like a. It's just marriage terrorism. Like you essentially. have a choice. She's yeah. like, we have to get married where my mom is. Ah. Yes. Okay. That sounds fun. Because yeah. my mom knows everybody up here, so we get just hooked up on venues and stuff. Up here is that where you're at now? Are you in Idlewild? No, I'm in shitty Glendale, California. We're going oh. tomorrow. Oh, you're people don't even realize there's a town in LA called Shitty Glendale. <laughs> it's just I don't know. Sorry, I got vaxxed yesterday, so I'm like drowsy. Oh, I'm getting vaxxed Sunday, I believe. Wow, that's great, you guys. I'm so happy for both of you. Did you get vaxxed? You got vaxxed. Oh, I'm, I'm already. My second dose was like two weeks ago. Jeff got yeah. vaccinated immediately as part of the friends and family tier that was first in L.A. <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about today? Jail. Basically. Security. Security. Surveillance. Yeah. We're talking about how we are all being watched all the time. <laughs> This is a thing I've talked about a bunch on this podcast, but it's been back in the news lately. It came up a lot during the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer, especially because there was this thing where we were all mad because the police were using facial recognition to identify protesters. But then protesters were using facial recognition to identify cops who covered up their badges. And we were like, ha ha ha, David beats Goliath. <laughs> Fucking David never beats Goliath. You're just normalizing facial recognition. Take it easy, everybody. Yeah. And that's that's what we're talking about today. We're specifically talking about is uh, the United States a technological panopticon. I love that we got to break out this word. It's very fun. It's a great word. It's one that I think not a lot of people are familiar with, although it's no. it's used a lot to describe the surveillance situation in this country. Any state. It sounds like a Nolan movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit. I am 100% surprised that there's not a movie called Panopticon. Is there? There might be. Yeah, probably. There almost certainly is. Oh. Yeah. That, I bet somebody heard that word and was like, I'm going to make a movie about that word. It is. It's a solid word. It's weird because like, I've, I've been in the surveillance industry for like years and I've never heard of this word. Uh, but you do your fucking job. I know. I was a terrible sales rep. There is a 2016 movie starring Shalene Woodley and Anthony Mackie called Panopticon. What? What? That sounds good. Yeah, it's probably great. Who knows? Falcon. Falcon, what are you doing? Yeah, Falcon's in a Panopticon movie. So yeah, the the Panopticon, it was originally conceived by a philosopher named Jeremy Bentham. He is the founder of utilitarianism, which is the idea that actions are always right if they benefit a majority of the people, which sounds good if you don't think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah, but then that the could also extend to, well, most people in America were white during slavery and slavery benefited them so it's fine yeah and uh no 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 it's not there's a very spock vibe to that where you're just like i don't think that's what you want to do he is also the architect of a terrifying concept called the panopticon which is generally associated with prisons but he conceived it as a thing for any situation where you have to monitor people like hospitals orphanages anything like that And basically, it allows a watchman to observe occupants without the occupants knowing whether or not they're being watched. The question is, 
who watches the Watchmen. Fuck, I knew you were going to do that. I figured one of you would do it. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the Watchmen. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. It's a thing. It's a, I just thought it was a thing one or one of the two of you was going to say. I no, didn't know it was I, from mean, I did invent it, but also it was used in a comic book in a movie. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. But it is mine. I did. I did create that phrase. <laughs> so a panopticon is set up like this. There's a tower in the middle, like a big old dick just in the, the middle of big, a juicy surveillance hog, big, <laughs> juicy surveillance dick. And the watchman is this tower is surrounded by cells. The watchman is in the tower and the prisoners or workers or children, whoever you have to monitor are in the cells and the tower shines bright light on all the cells. So when you look out, you just get this blinding light in your face, but that blinding light also means the guards from that one position can see into any cell and you never really know if they're looking into your cell at that particular moment. Or if there's even a guard. Right. There could, could be fucking nobody. Yeah. And it's uh, that's that's a concept you see used in intelligence and like secret police a lot. It, it, it's it's very like dystopian. Like it seems like something you'd see on like a PBS version of 1984. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like you're just like, oh, they're doing the thing with the tower and the lights. Yeah, I get it. This is not good. It's and, for it's for dystopian futures, which is all the makes it all the more crazy that this is a thing that was invented, I think, in the 1800s, because there there was never an actual panopticon built, but there was the first thing that kind of mimicked that design was a prison in Cuba that was built in 1920. Yeah, it's very funny to, to, to be like, well, we have to install lights. First, we have to invent lights. But then <laughs> after we do that, you know, could you imagine they just holding those like old shitty Edison bulbs over it? Yeah. I can still get away with whatever I want. It's yeah. just a lightly glowing orange filament floating over my head. You need one person in front of each cell holding a flame. Yeah, it's just, it's just like the whole roof is on fire. <laughs> it's very labor intensive. Yeah, and somehow the idea behind this was that it was going to benefit society as a whole, because if people thought they were being watched, they would amend their personality and their behavior to fall in line with the accepted laws of society and uh, everything would be fine. And it clearly worked because everything's fine now. <laughs> to be fair. Correct. Everything yeah. is good and fine. Yeah. But Tiff, you, you said you used to sell surveillance. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I sold security for about five to six years. So you're a cop. No, I was <laughs> just a guy who needed a job. But mm. like, it's weird yeah. because you know who said that the cops cops. Yeah, you're right. I was going to go worse, but it's the same thing. Ice agents. This is one of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we no, brought, it, this is a getcha. This is a gotcha. episode. Yeah, no. it's, it's it's weird because like sometimes you don't even need like a real camera. You can just sell like a shell of a camera. And that'd be enough to deter people from committing any crimes if they even notice the camera at all. Oh, yeah. That's a, a lot of security systems, aren't they? Just dummy cameras. Yeah, because they're way cheaper. And also for like cameras, like most of them are pretty shitty. It's just like, like a red light. It's all you need is a little red dot glowing on in like a plastic shell that looks like an old timey camcorder. Not even that, man. Just a shell you can buy on Amazon for like 10 bucks or like even if I sell someone a home security system. 
like if they didn't want to buy, they would just be like, dude, can I get some stickers to put on my window? Yeah. That's normally enough. Or a yard sign. That yeah. sign in the yard that says protected by ADT. What yeah. we did here is we tied a shotgun to our doorknobs. Oh, smart, <laughs> smart, smart. So that way, if anybody tries to open the door, plot out, don't trespass. It, it, yeah. You know? They get shot. It's crazy. It's our right as Americans to do that. It is. That's wholly legal. But totally legal. It's also super easy to buy. Like you can buy like 20 cameras from Costco for like hundred bucks and just set it up on, set it up on your own. Like it's crazy. Did you just sell like security stuff or yeah. were you selling like spy gadgets to people and shit? No, just cameras, alarm systems, access control, like things like that to monitor people. But when you talk about like facial recognition, it's creepy how easy that is to implement in cameras. Yeah. It's just, it's the easiest thing. And like a lot of the newer like NVRs can fucking do that. Like it, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't doubt that most of our phones are capable of that right now. Yeah. Like the, the phones we're using, the computers that took us to the moon are a fraction as powerful as the phones we have right now. Well, if you think about it, like fucking Instagram or whatever, they always listen to you for ads. Right. So it's like, why wouldn't the government always just be listening to you? Right. And that, kind of leads us to the other point of today's episode, which is, are we living in a panopticon right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of think we are like, for one thing, think about how far outside your home you could go without being seen on camera. Well, I live in the mountains of Idlewild, so <laughs> yeah, that would be your only hope. Like you have to live in the middle of nowhere. It's it's really tragic that these off the grid motherfuckers are such garbage because I'm always like, that does sound good, but I do not want to be a white guy that's off the grid because that usually means terror. <laughs> but even then, like, you don't even know who the fuck is watching you, like not to be all conspiracy theorists, but we had to ban like industry wide uh, recorders from China because they, they came built in with like loopholes that the Chinese government could watch you, too. That's really funny. It's fucking crazy. Like a hundred percent, a hundred percent honest. That's super funny. I know, but it, it's just weird because they were like, "Hey guys, like we can't sell Chinese products, so sell the Korean ones that are still made in China." Like it was just a lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a turnaround. They're like, "We like Korea, right?" And it's like, "Yeah, but they're still <laughs> using China." Yeah. yeah, it was fucking bizarre, man. Because they got caught watching the American government because the American government was using the recorders that had the Chinese things built in. So when you plug it online, they can just log right in and get whatever you're watching. Are you implying that the American government spies on people? Yes. And that the Chinese Ooh. government is spying on the American government. Turns out the answer <laughs> to who watches the watchmen is China. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But like how many apartment buildings don't have a camera pointing out toward their entrance? And how many houses now have ring doorbells and shit? Like, there is nowhere you can go right now without being watched. There is Fucking crazy. And I'm literally on a camera right now. Same. I just same. noticed the light is on. <laughs> it's, I'm being filmed right now. I don't know if Google's doing that or what. China heard their name and plugged yep. this in and now they're watching. Hey, guys. Yeah, there is even an entire true crime series, which is it's one of my favorite shows. It's called See No Evil. And it's just about crimes that were solved by the police stringing together surveillance footage. Like they know where the person was last, so they get surveillance footage of that. Wow. And then 
just it's nothing but like gas station cameras and shit. And it's a great reminder that you're being watched all the time. Like the thing that makes it different is we still don't really accept that we're being watched. Yeah, it's definitely too, because I remember as we came of age, you know, like we were still watching like unsolved mysteries in like 1989 and they were just like, and here's the security footage. And it's just, it looks like just blobs moving around. Like security footage was always like super bad. Now it's so fucking clear that we're just like, oh, now I get it. Like yeah. now it's usable. I guess like being that guy that was in industry, I'm I'm used to when I'm not being, like I'm not used to not being watched, if that makes sense. Like if I go into a building, I immediately notice where the cameras are as opposed, and if there aren't any, then I'm fucking just stunned. Gonna I'm gonna rob the place. He's got his exit ready. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Like Ronan, you saw that movie. Just like Ronan, just like Ronan, just like, <laughs> just like Ronan. <laughs> I think we can all agree that this is basically Ronan. Yeah, it, yes. It seems like surveillance footage got better overnight because there, for the longest time, I was like, "What? We have such great cameras in the world right now. Why does surveillance footage still look like this?" And then just one day, it was like, "Oh, it's very crisp now." Don't worry. I think they it's uh, I think the phrase is like it's like exponentially, but it's like how technology improves like it like improves exponentially as opposed to like, you know, it's not like something organic that that has to improve sort of slowly in mathematic or geometrically. I don't know the words, but like that tech just once you get one thing going, like everything just keeps moving bigger and greater and better and clearer. It also super cheap now too. Like you can get some all right looking cameras, fucking like hundred bucks. Or you want Amazon for like eighty bucks? Look at how much VCRs used to cost. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember when they were like the new, like uh, you know, the Atari twenty six hundred. You know, it's three hundred dollars in nineteen eighty three money, and it's like Jesus Christ, that's what we pay now for shit. Well, here's the thing. That's because wages haven't been going up so we're paying the same stuff now same now that we were in 1983 for shit like that because we're not making any more money than they were were. also uh straight up developing uh a totally brand new concept of technology yeah so like i think the r&d was pretty intense and something like that but before we we move on from the the history of the panopticon i guess one last fun fact about the guy who invented it in his will, Jeremy Bentham requested that his body be dissected and put on public display after his death. And that fucking happened. (laughs) His skeleton pretty metal now sits in a glass case at university college, London, fully dressed with a wax head on top. It's not as cool. And the body includes a webcam that broadcasts spectators movements live online um i would rather him just be a skeleton perhaps <laughs> with just the wax head though because that would be pretty cool what if he was a, a skeleton skeleton but with like a like a dude's head or just a full skeleton with cameras in the eye holes like little glowing red they should dress him up like skeletor yeah they should but i would be dry humping in front of that thing every day just yeah. still gets taken down yeah, we'll link to it. You can you can go look at it now. There's people people walk in front of it and hold signs and shit, and it's like no one cares. I wonder if I could put that in my will if that's like a thing that'll happen. I'm like, I also want that. And they're gonna be like, Well, we'll make it. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be honest. If my like if my mom put that in her will, I'd be like, 
I'm not doing that. Put her in a playground somewhere. Yeah. Fucking just the bones. Sounds like a whole lot of work, mom. I'm going to (laughs) pass. So yeah, let's talk about the idea that we're already living in a technological panopticon. Oh, I wasn't trying to offend Chinese people. Uh, I feel like I should say that now after what happened yesterday. That's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Like that's a, that's a, that's a, the government of China doing something. All right. I don't want to get fucking canceled for fucking facts. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a, that's a government. That's not the same thing. Okay. I'm dumb. Wait a minute. I get canceled. I get canceled. So here's a question. When either of you are online, do you feel like you're being watched? Do you yeah. take into account the things you type into your web browser? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Absolutely. Especially being like a Muslim, like if I, it's just like, dude, I don't. If I like, say, if I'm texting my comedian friend and they did bad, I will not say you bombed. <laughs> be like, you did not do great. <laughs> like, I don't want any of that, even though I know that they're watching me. I absolutely know that they yeah. watch me. You did poorly. Praise to Allah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No happy Ramadan texts are going out in a month. Like nothing. There is a comedian who was on Conspiracy, the show before. Her name's Leanne Tooker. You probably both know her. And she told a story on that podcast about how she was texting back and forth with her dad. And somehow, I think it was Libya came up and they were like making some jokes back and forth about like bombings in Libya or something. And she said, she said her phone when she sent one of those texts just went black for a second. And then something that looked like a waveform showed up on her phone and then it just went back to normal. Like as wow. if that text triggered something to where someone was like, all right, we need to listen to this. And here's the thing. We know that's happening. And that's yeah. that's what I think separates us from being an actual panopticon is mm-hmm. we don't accept that we're being watched. Like we yeah. we know the NSA exists and we know what the NSA does we know what they're capable of, and we're still just like, well, they're not watching me. They're not listening yeah, to me. It's that cognitive dissonance where we're just like, well, I'm a good person, so they have no reason to watch me. It's like that's not what's going to be happening. I, I guess with me, I just don't, like, give a fuck. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have friends that, like, they cover up their laptop cameras with tape, and it's like, dude, if the NSA is watching me, like, 80% of the time, they're just catching me fucking jerking off. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I don't That's care. That's the thing I'm most worried about, by the way. <laughs> really? Well, I don't want somebody getting my jack face up. Dude, I don't, God bless him. Like, I, I know that I lived in the Middle East for years. Like, I know they've been watching me for a while. Oh, yeah, you are. You got us on a list just now. I'm sorry. And see, that's that's what I think normalizes shit like this, because that's kind of my thinking, too, is everything I'm doing that is negative toward the government I do on podcasts. If I'm researching something, it's because I'm going to talk about it publicly. Cause that's the other thing. There aren't a lot of laws in place when it comes to what the government can monitor online and how, and for what reason. Yeah. The gray zone of like the internet. Like, I mean, this was, we saw this with like the, the writers guild and streaming services and like DVD sales and stuff like that. The idea that like, oh, well, there's no rule written down, so we do whatever we want uh, is something that probably should be addressed quickly. Yeah, if it's not already too late, because I feel like that ship has sailed in terms of the Internet. We're not. And the Patriot Act really worked to make it 
you know, they set up a, a they used 9-11 as a reason. You remember 9-11, Atif. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a reason to just preempt the idea of like, oh, you don't want us to monitor you. Why not? Yeah. There is a really good documentary that I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast. We did a conspiracy pod about it. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free. Hmm. It's called The Feeling of Being Watched. And it's about this one predominantly Muslim community in the suburbs of Chicago that the FBI was actively monitoring and surveilling for about 10 years like maybe more than that. And the woman who was making that documentary, she files a bunch of freedom of information act requests to find out how many people were being monitored. And it turns out it was all of them. Like everyone in the neighborhood was under FBI surveillance of some sort. And she files all these freedom of information act requests. And it confirms my greatest fear about the freedom of information act, which is that once you submit that request, that government agency, you're basically telling them, oh, I'm on to something. I fucking know what you're up to. And when you send them that request, they're like, oh, yeah, you, you are on to something. And what happens to her is, one, they fight those requests a whole bunch. But then eventually she's on her computer and gets a message from Google that says, we believe government actors are trying to access your email account. So just from her firing off these Freedom of Information Jeez. Act requests, all of a sudden the government starts trying to break into her fucking computer. Good on Google for being like, hey, yeah, guess what? That's one of the things that people push as a possible benefit to finding out that the government is watching us the way they are. Because before Snowden released all that WikiLeaks stuff about the NSA or released all that information about the NSA, we didn't really know the extent to which we were being monitored. And once we found out, that's when companies like Apple and Google were like, we're going to make your phone so the police can't even fucking get into it. I remember yeah. that was a big thing with Apple when they were like, let us unlock the phone or unlock the phone for us. And they were like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if that <laughs> benefit is enough to outweigh the ramifications yeah. of being watched all the time. But yeah, the thing is, we're not, it's not like we're just being watched when you go online. Like we all know this already. So much data is being collected about you. Like yeah. if you're using any website and you're like, how are they making money? You're how they're making money. Yeah. I think the, um, what was the, the, the social, what was the documentary that came out earlier this year? The social dilemma, the social dilemma. Um, that really covered that idea very well, which is like, how, just how valuable you are to social media because of your data that you're volunteering. And we just volunteering is a good word. No, you don't know that you guys always fucking bum me out. That's what we're here for to bum, <laughs> to yeah, bum no, people out. No, but it's like, dude, cause it's like, it's all shit that like I already know. And that it's, it's just weird how they're doing it. Like you remember when they had that old face challenge and they do oh, yeah. it again. And then you would take a picture of your face old, and then it turned out it was just some Russian data company that was behind it. Like, it's just shit like that. That it's like, dude, they will go to no lengths to get your info. There are times when I see shit like that, and I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. And then, like, after, like, two months, everybody like everybody has done it, and I'm just like, well, I'm probably fucking in there anyway now. Somebody's probably been like, look, I made you look like a girl. And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. I don't use any of that shit. 
No, I stay away from it. Like, how many deep fake videos do we have to see before people realize that that is our future? Like, that's not a technology that's just going to be in the hands of the government. Like, whenever you say that, people immediately go to, oh, so what? You think the government's going to make a deep fake video of me and put it on the internet? No, but a motherfucker trying to blackmail you might. Like, criminals might. Get a Russian piss tape of you in there. Yeah. And we give the internet everything they need to make those videos happen. I would just like everyone to know that if a piss tape video of me comes up, it's totally not definitely me. <laughs> I'll piss like on this zoom right now it, and make it the it, promo clip. Yeah. It's definitely not like a, like a March 2017 thing. That's not me. So that's <laughs> deep fake. It was me. You can tell, you can tell it's, it's, it's fake because it's Jeff's head on my body. <laughs> The instant sign that something's the amiss. chimera we call it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like tiktok is the one that really makes me nervous yeah because like that's kind of the final frontier in the information people need about you to create a convincing fake video and it's also the next step in facial recognition which is the way you move i'm Fa- really surprised Price that a tick that like an american tiktok didn't take off when they were just like we're just gonna steal that idea y'all are bootlegging our shit all the time it's fine we're just gonna bootleg your app well we forced tiktok to sell to an american company yeah but then they didn't really have to right because yeah i don't i don't know if the sale has gone through or if it's ever gone through but i find i just find it suspicious that tiktok doesn't get any of that heat for white nationalists spreading their shit on that platform. We, we, we hate Facebook over it. We hate Twitter over it, but it's so easy to get a big following on TikTok. So we're like, eh, you know, it's you fine. Know, a lot of it has to do too, is that like Donald Trump was like a sworn enemy of TikTok. So everybody, every liberal is like, well, then TikTok must be good. No. If Donald Trump didn't like it. Did it, didn't it come out that like some third party, IT security thing, researched TikTok and found it that it had like the most holes out of every social media thing. I want to say that was true. I don't know. You're that, the one that works in security. Sorry. I know. That's why I should know it. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Like, I, I, I do wonder why TikTok doesn't get any criticism for the amount of Nazi and white nationalist shit on there. I also want to know what kind of dances are those Nazis doing when they're sharing <laughs> that hate speech? Cause that's the, that's the thing you got to dance when you're on, you can't just go on there and be like Bush did nine 11. You got to fucking tie. Yes, bow I it. Can. Well, I mean you can, Don't but you have to my videos. Okay. You have yeah. to dance while you do it. It's TikTok. Jesus. You know, what you should dance to is that song by Kesha TikTok. I don't get it. What's the connection? Like Kesha with yeah, a dollar sign. TikTok dude was caught stealing info from kids that are under 13 years old, and they've been collecting so much data and selling it to third-party companies. Yeah, that's the thing. Jeez. Like, we're always so convinced that when these companies are collecting data, it's just for advertising and things yeah. of the like. I, when do you think people started giving companies the benefit of the doubt? Right. I don't know when the fuck that happened, but I, I don't trust any company or anything like that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they have the worst intentions when they get successful. Well, I trust I, zero people. I wonder if it's more that, uh, what do you do now? What's even the point of fighting against this anymore? We know corporations rule our government. They own our fucking government. And like, we're going after Google right now and trying to break that up. But 
Is that what we want? Do we want antitrust lawsuits against these companies? I you don't know. It used, it used to be you just had to worry about Chuck Berry. Right. You just had to worry about him <laughs> putting a camera in your toilet. And that was it. Yeah. That was all you had to worry about. And now the government is on that Chuck Berry thing. Just cameras everywhere. In all of our toilets. Well, that's the, that's the thing that's coming next is they call it the Internet of Things which is that thing where your stove is connected to the internet and your fucking refrigerator is connected to the internet and you can tell your faucet to fill your dog bowl and it's connected to the internet. Imagine true. Imagine having your fridge hacked. How much of a fucking asshole you'd feel like someone (laughs) hacked your fridge and be like, Oh, they wrecked my ham. I'm a fucking idiot. Why did I need an internet fridge? Dude, shit like that's already like happening now with whenever people, I want to say there's a story about like these people that set up a ring inside their house and then someone hacked it to communicate to the kids to leave their door unlocked at night so they can rob them. Yeah. Shit like that happens all the time because here's the yeah. thing. When you connect that stuff to the internet, it's exactly like Jeff is saying, you don't expect someone's going to hack your refrigerator. No. So why put a password on that? Well, because if they hack your refrigerator, they're in your network now. Well, Again, nor are you smart enough to set up a VPN for your person, for your house. Like not yeah. a lot of people have VPNs. Yeah. And the reason we aren't completely there yet is because 5G internet isn't completely there yet. The thing about 5G is that's going to put these cell towers everywhere, like everywhere. It, that's, they have to put them up that way for 5G to work. Is this going to be more coronavirus? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, right, yeah, gotta be just tricking me, but yeah, I love that. That's like that, that. That was the big conspiracy theory, and it's like, no, no, no. There's a different conspiracy theory about five G. Yeah. Like, don't worry, like there's a real bad thing about five G. You can focus on that. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a lot of times how the crazier conspiracy theories work. The government is fine letting us think Bush did nine eleven, like I just said, because then we're not saying, oh, s- did Saudi Arabia do nine eleven? because that's a way 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 better question but they're an ally and we're not going to go to war with saudi arabia so blame iraq and then we can go take all that oil i know when i when i lived in saudi arabia during 9-11 uh we had a lot of parties so they might have yeah you guys really like like can i ask that is that absolutely like what was the vibe in a post 9-11 world in saudi arabia dude the day after 9-11, the school, because I went to international school, so it's full of Arabs and people. Yeah, it's full of Arabs and like people from different countries. My brother and I were the only Americans. So the next day at school, we had a big pep rally to celebrate 9-11. And everybody just danced in the streets at school. Then the teachers had us draw what happened in the news the day before. So they drew 9-11 and then we plastered it on walls uh, for the entire year. Except me, who I drew someone getting robbed because I didn't want to cheat. I thought I thought I'd get accused of cheating, so the walls were just full of nine eleven, like burning buildings and smiley face suns with the sunglasses. <laughs> like the the, the 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 raisin brand guy. Yeah, but I don't the know why the sun guy is a big nine eleven. Just watching yeah, the so planes the fly into the towers with a big. Yeah, the raisin brand sun. Like I never knew why the sun needed sunglasses. It wasn't brighter than the sun. And just smiling at like the fucking planes flying into the building. Uh, so yes, yeah, uh, so, so Trump was right. Yeah, I was gonna say like that. <laughs> he just got the lo- location wrong. 
I got to be honest, like it's been 20 years and this is legitimately the first time I've ever heard like that kind of an account. The the other side of it. and But I was I was there being like, yo, man, you know, this is not going to be good. Like, yeah, I'm not going to let this go. And they're like, no, this is great. And I'm like, you got to give this like a month. Like, yeah, it's going to start sucking. You're like, who do you think got attacked just now? <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it's America. And I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but uh, they're not afraid to throw a punch. Yeah, no, especially in this region. Although Saudi Arabia, man, they got like that a golden golden shield. Yeah. Gold, if you know what I mean. Well, Texas <laughs> tea. But in Arabia. <laughs> Arabia, the Texas of the Middle East. Here's a pretty much. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Here's a question. Do you think people want to live under circumstances like this? Yes, they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, I feel like people just want control. So the more they at least have surveillance of their own personal property, then they at least feel like they can control the situation. Even though at the end of the day, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I don't know what having a surveillance camera in front of your home is really going to... It's going to protect your Amazon packages. No, but dude, even the people I sell (laughs) security to, they'd be like, will this prevent someone from breaking into my house? I'd be like, no. Fucking if somebody wants to break in your house, they can still fucking break in, take a shit, murder your family. And it just depends on when the cops show up. Like, that's really it. And in most cases, it takes an hour for the cops to show up. So your system doesn't really fucking matter. You the, just have you have video footage of somebody fucking murdering you. Yeah. The the next door app is really good for people sharing photos of people <laughs> at their doorstep and then nothing getting resolved. Yeah, like, the, it's so funny to see like they're like I contacted the Burbank police and they didn't they didn't do it they didn't they're not going to do anything. Yeah, no, like, it's like the cops will don't care about theft. They will no. never care about theft. Well, they don't care about anything except writing tickets. To be fair, cops have like an order of operations they follow, especially well here in LA County, where like theft is like the lowest. Like you have to call the cops and be like, there is someone who has a gun in front of my face for them to show up in five minutes. And then otherwise, the wrong it's, person. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be like in between an hour or like four hours. Yeah. But if there's a helicopter crash with a celebrity, there will be lots of photos taken on personal iPhones <laughs> immediately. Dude, that lawsuit, they, they named the, the sheriffs. That well, did that. she like, named him. Yeah. Vanessa named Bryant named him. The yeah. lawsuit didn't name him. So good. Yeah. Next door, I think, is another good example of how we kind of like this. Like we we like. A, a, a situation where we know there are people spying basically because if you read next door, it's a bunch of white people who yeah. are uh, rallying around the idea that, Oh, this is a place where we can all come to report that there's a black person in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like oh. if you look at next door, it's fucking warning. There's a coyote on the running trail, which what the fuck am I going to do? Go out and fight it. Like, it's, a, it's not going to be there if I go check now. Get a new partner for winter. Yeah. <laughs> new old teammate. Or it's, uh, there was a suspicious looking person walking in my neighborhood. Like, next door is a fucking narc app. 
here's what I'm going to yeah. say about Nextdoor. Uh, and this is, there's a couple of things that I'm going to say in a, it is a narc app and my neighbors are monsters. Um, I did get my roommate through Nextdoor because I like living in this neighborhood and I posted, Hey, I need a new place to live. I'd like living in the neighborhood. Yeah. Hook it up. Um, but then the other uh, thing that happened, and this is very Burbank specific, but is the Tin Horn Flats situation oh, yeah. on Nextdoor. And Adam, let me tell you, as you and I have previously been to Tin Horn Flats, which I will never go to again. No. Um, if, for those of you not list, uh, that are not familiar, which is probably most of you, this is a restaurant that has openly defied every single public health measure in the past year and is doing, quote, peaceful protests where they're just open yeah and maskless and open that's all they care and they've been like shut down and their like electricity has been cut off and stuff and here's how how much the cops don't care is this is it's been going on forever and nothing happens like yeah. it's a public health crisis and that's the kind of shit you can organize on next door you sure can yeah and it i feel like we kind of ignore stories about the degree to which we're being watched and one of the examples I have in the notes, we're, we're going to link to an article on Slate.com called Very Little Stands Between the United States and a Technological Panopticon. And in that article, they use this example of Coral Gables, Florida, where a person filed a lawsuit against the local police for using license plate reader technology to track the citizens. And the person, for one thing, who filed this lawsuit, when they got access to their license plate reader files, 80 pages long. But what's interesting about that part of the article is they act like this is a surprising thing when we've known about this technology and police using it for years now. There's even a reference to it in the criminally underrated Gerard Butler heist film, Den of Thieves. It's a Pablo Schreiber heist film. <laughs> yes and a 50 cent heist film oh that one that was good it's good. it's great isn't it like two and a half hours long that's the only thing it's a little longer that's than it I needs to be but that <laughs> that ends that final heist scene oh man really two and a half, two and a half hours pablo schreiber is not a bad afternoon if you ask okay me. yeah it's it's yeah. pretty great and but, what they mention in that movie is he, he just says it really quick. Gerard Butler says it, but he tells someone to run a Palantir search, which I get, I know it's a Lord of the Rings reference. Fucking relax. Someone puts that in the comments every time. <laughs> and back in 2018, Wired ran an article with the headline, if you drive in Los Angeles, the cops can track your every move. Yeah. And that's not hyperbole. There are thousands and thousands of, of tiny little cameras all around Los Angeles. And all they do is take pictures of license plates and document those license plates and track where those cars are going. You know, yeah. back when my car was in repossession, <laughs> I'm not going to brag. Um, but like while I was working to get that paid off, I, uh, I would put pieces of paper over my license plate because uh, ALPRs are also used by towing companies. Yeah, and they get you. They get pings. So if you're if you're ever afraid that your car is going to get towed for payment or whatever, put a little piece of cardboard or something over the license plate. Really? Or get a car cover and just put it over your car overnight. Yeah. Atef, what were you going to say? I used to sell license plate cameras. <laughs> you you fucking snitch. I'm a part of the problem, but it was mainly for like apartment complexes because they want to monitor who would come in and come out, and it has 
like a different type of lens where the light doesn't reflect. Celebrate 9-11. <laughs> doing arts and crafts on 9-11. I didn't. I drew someone getting robbed. Because you didn't want to show everybody how happy you were about 9-11. We get it. <laughs> we get it. And now you're selling, you're selling ALPR cameras. Yeah. They have them at LAX, too. If you're leaving the LAX parking deck, those ALPR cameras are checking to see if you have warrants. Absolutely. And if you do, you're probably not going to get out of that parking deck. They it's not are too hard to get out of that deck, though. If they really, yeah. that little swing gate ain't going to do much, if they find <laughs> out you got warrants and you got to I mean, get out of there, they would even have cars drive around with those attached on them just to find people who had fucking warrants or tickets. Yeah, get them towed. like it's crazy. You should be legally allowed to fight anybody that drives one of those cars. <laughs> that should be like you're like you should be able to challenge them. Yeah, and these Don't things you- they're everywhere in LA. So if the police know your license plate number. They can just put it into this Palantir system and search, and it will tell them everywhere you go on a daily basis or everywhere you've been because there are so many of those cameras, you can't escape it. No. And that's what worries a lot of people about 5G is 5G is going to be the same thing. There's going to be so many of those towers that you can't go anywhere to escape it. But also, we we need faster internet. So what are you going to do? The mountains of Idlewild. <laughs> That's true. Come join me at my wedding. That's true. It's crazy. You better not have a, your videographer is going to be an ALPR camera. <laughs> some guy in a fucking Google car just pointing their stupid <laughs> camera at your wedding. Yeah. Even back when this Wired article came out, we already knew then that 93% of police departments in cities with a population of 1 million or more were using ALPR cameras. So if you live in any kind of big city, same thing. Everywhere you drive is being documented and put in a fucking database. And again, I get it. You're like, well, if you're not doing anything, then what's it matter? Isn't this what Minority Report's about? Yeah, those people are the fucking worst. Well, the thing also, like, we've been living the past four or five years in mortal fear that Nazis are taking over our government. Like they're very, very close. And what do we know about Nazis? Once they're in power, they fucking, they, they are dressed impeccably. Yes, you're correct. It's fucking dangerous, man. They're making the rest of us look bad, but tearing us up from within. They fucking kill people. Like they, yeah, they very much do that. They kill people. And like, think about the data about us. That's being posted all the time. I wear a fucking fitness tracker because it keeps me accountable when I exercise, but it's also sending all of my fucking health information to God knows where. Yeah. And like all we need is the wrong party to take over our government. And then all of that data could be used for things far worse than monitoring where your car goes. Like, like one of my big concerns when Trump was in office, when it came to dreamers and daca was yeah obama put this program in place that gives them all like like keeps them from being deported it didn't grant citizenship but also even then i'm like and now we got all their info and we know where they are so when trump takes office like how far were we from trump being like all right round them all up get them out of here would have been real easy to find them yeah they were kind of doing that for a bit (laughs) they already started doing that no he did it with immigrants and undocumented immigrants. He didn't do it mm. with dreamers and DACA recipients. 
but he was close. He wanted to. And fuck ice. Yeah. Fuck ice. But this fuck ice. This program, this Palantir program, it doesn't just keep license plate records. That's just one part of it. Among the other things that police can access about you from this Palantir database, because there's all of this data that's being sent there from God knows where, whatever fucking website you visited. (laughs) These are the things that are in that database. Name, race, gender, address, vehicles owned, warrants, mugshots, tattoos, scars, surveillance photos, and personal relationships. And where where do you think they get all that? Yeah, they get it from your fucking social media pages. That is a fascinating mix of things where it's like warrants, address. Okay, I get it. And then they're like scars. And I'm like, what? What? So you can't lie about who you are. No, you know what's crazy is like you could just buy this online about someone. Let's tell people how to do that. Use code on pops at (laughs) checkout to save 15% (laughs) off your illicit background check. There's sites where it's like, yo, do you want to know about this person? It's like 30 bucks, 30 bucks. It's crazy. Well, that's the other concern with all this is, yeah, these are systems that are being used by the authorities. And if there's one thing we know about cops, it's that they're never corrupt. (laughs) But like, hear me out. What if, what if there was a rogue bad cop who say just got broken up with by a woman he'd been dating And he was such a maniac that she not only broke up with him, she fucking left town to get away from him. What if he has access to that database? Because that's the kind of shit that's been happening is people will access this database to look for like their ex-girlfriend and shit. To be fair, Adam, police are historically known for not being threatening towards women. True. (laughs) Very and, true. Uh, and uh, cases of domestic abuse, uh, admitted cases of domestic abuse are much lower from what I understand in the police. But no, that's the, the opposite. It's opposite day. Yeah, the, the police, that's the, I, I did try to find articles that defended mass government surveillance. And most of them were like, oh, but terrorists. And I'm like, yeah, I get that fucking argument. The one argument I read that was very convincing is the guy, we'll link to it. It's a UCLA professor. And he goes, hey, you know how, how you hate traffic cameras and getting a ticket in the mail when you run a red light? Would you rather the cops pulled you over and gave you that ticket? No. That's you know, the you, only argument I could find for why surveillance is good. When you're driving a car, you get caught by one of those cameras, put on a pair of those uh, smiling sun sunglasses and they can't, you can't. <laughs> That's true. Be like, I think the sun just ran a red light in Culver City. (laughs) (laughs) They they tie it to the owner of the vehicle. They just send it to them. Can't prove it to you. Yeah, you don't have to. They just ask for the money. Ah, fuck. No, but fuck them. They they already man. They already know everything about us, man. Like it's it's wild. Well, that's the wild. Hear a lot of information. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, is there any any going back now? No. Oh no. no 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 not after a tiff has sold all that crap. Yeah, true. <laughs> How can we go back after he did that? He first he celebrates nine eleven, then he's just sending out all these cameras and shit. It was crazy. Like I had an ex girlfriend in college, and her father was like worked for the NSA. And I remember I asked him because he was super nice to me. I was like, "Man, this is this is weird." I figured you'd be like grilling me and stuff. And he's like, "No, I already looked up your info. We're like you're fine." You're like, "Do you know where I lived in nine <laughs> eleven, right?" Yeah, 
he, he he was just like he was like yeah i looked you all up your record's clean look i was like oh okay that's fucking creepier yeah yeah that's weird i don't like that Man, no that, that is some fucking that is some some early 2000s rom-com shit right there <laughs> yeah meet the meet that the parents like, my, and my and my girlfriend's father works for the nsa oh, what because this was back in maryland like everybody worked for like the government so yeah in that area that makes sense yeah. You got to eat either crabs or government. You get two options in Maryland. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if there is anything we can do. Like, what are, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to stop using the Internet. This is a genie back in the bottle, man. This is the fucking bargain we made. And we didn't realize we were making it or we should have realized we were making it. But once the government slid the Internet across the table to us and we were just like, yes, I'm going to use this for everything. What they didn't say was, we're going to watch. Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, people have been talking about it forever, but just nobody, it's sort of like an environmentalists, you know, when they were just like, oh, they, they were like, you didn't know that all this litter and all this pollution was going to be a problem. It's like, oh, we totally did. We just, you know, it's, we didn't, it's more convenient in one way. Like, like, yeah, from the beginning, people have been like, hey, this is a problem and here's why. And we're like, ah, who cares? Yeah, we always enter into new technology so naively. And one of the first things new technology does is get a lot of people arrested. Like when cell phones became a thing, go watch any forensic files episode from like the early two thousands. They end when the police access the phone records and that person's like, wait, I didn't use my phone though. And they're like, it doesn't work that way. It pings off towers everywhere you go. How we got bin laden DNA, that technology rounded up a lot of people. The internet, people who didn't realize, I remember there was this dipshit in Madison, Wisconsin, when I lived there, who tried to fake that she got abducted. And like, eventually they found her in the middle of this field and her story was weird from the beginning, but then the police searched her computer and she literally was Googling like how to fake your suicide, how to fake your own death. (laughs) Like, it's like the government is watching all this shit. And like, what are we going to do? Go back to go back to phone books and landlines. No, we're just going to have to accept that we are living under intense government surveillance and it doesn't change just because your side is in office, no matter what fucking side you're on. Like if you think this government starts being more benevolent because your side is in office, you're fucking wrong. Like there's no evidence of that. I think we've already seen evidence against the contrary. Yeah. Anyway, this is a good vibe. Yeah, this is fun. I'm just saying, uh, here's <laughs> lots of lots of times you you bring up a problem like this on a on a podcast or something, and people are like, "Okay, you're just complaining, but what's your solution?" None. There is none. I am confident that there is no solution to this. We are heading. We are fucking somersaulting toward the government having access to every single aspect of our lives if they don't already they and definitely do already and we They're fucking not. love it they fucking they definitely do yeah pay for pay for nutrient drink with our panopticard <laughs> uh in the few you know just trying to stay alive in this fucking well, any state dude you can't even i mean there's no way to get off the grid at this point god it sounds so good i know it sounds fucking great but whatever there's nothing i can do people are like i uh, got rid of my phone and got a flip phone i'm like what's that like well here's here's one thing i would suggest to everyone pick one fucking social media platform and delete it from your phone anyone 
any fucking one. You don't need that many opportunities for the people in your life to make you angry. And that's all social media is. I wiped out Facebook. Did you? Mm -hmm. I mean, I still have an account, but I I don't have it on my phone. I haven't used Facebook in years, and I don't understand why anyone still does. Like, I get the argument, oh, I'm a comedian. I have to promote stuff. To who? My fucking 75-year-old aunt? She's not coming to your show. That's who's on Facebook. Like, true. I got a little tired of having racist relatives, me being like, there, here's why this is stupid. And then they're like, well, I'm going to post what I want. And I'm like, well, I all right, then just be a racist. I don't know what, what you want me to say. You're a piece of shit and you're my second cousin. What yeah, I, I don't have Twitter on my phone. I don't have Facebook at all. I, st- I think I still have the account, but I haven't used it in a long time. I have Instagram on my phone so I can buy albums from a record store in Oakland that sells vinyl on their Instagram page. It's very convenient. <laughs> Now it is that's not bad. You should get rid of Facebook. Just get just get the app off your phone, or just stop using it. Ooh. Yeah, I don't really use it. I don't really use it, and I All find I, like if we fun. matched on Tinder and I found out you had a Facebook, I'd be like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like that girl who found out you have an Android. It's a callback to one of your jokes, a Tiff. It's <laughs> what's it's what's happening right now. I yeah, man. All I do is I'll just like post a new banner image in a photo and be like, bye, see ya. Here's the links to listen to the episode and bye. Yeah, I can't do it. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. What do we do? We can't. There's nothing we can do. We're just not, dude. It's it's been too late for the last fucking fifteen years. Because here's the thing: even if you get rid of your phone and you get rid of your internet, I don't live alone. So now I have to evangelize to the person I live with and try to talk them (laughs) into getting rid of their phone and getting rid of their internet. And it's like I'm not. I'm not a fucking missionary. I'm just someone who doesn't want the government reading my text messages. And even then, I don't fucking know why. Dude, I I know I've been on a list forever. Like, again, it's I'm at the point where I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. The government has my dick pics, has my jerk off face. It's fine. I mean, who among us? (laughs) Yeah, they they have all they have all that. They have all that shit. Like, it's it's fucking fine. Like. We love if your 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 jerk off face was just the the raisin brand son, <laughs> cool shades wearing son, just smiling into the breeze, putting two scoops of load into a tissue. Reflection of the twin towers in the sunglasses. It's on dude, fire. Just, it's like, dude, they they already have everything, man. Yeah. You know, the real thing you got to worry about is again the third party companies. I will say uh, that uh, my fantastic roommate does not have social media and she seems so much happier. Yeah. I can. What's your life like? She's like, I don't know. She'll go for walks and leave her phone. I do that sometimes. And just just go walk around. I'm like, but what happens if somebody likes your tweet? Well, because if you don't know what fucking language you're speaking, if you walk while you're looking at your phone, you should be in Guantanamo. Like fucking get off the sidewalk. If you're not looking where you're going. Man, if you are, cro- I've seen people crossing the street. Deserve to that. get hit. And I'm like, if you get hit, I will laugh. Yeah. I'm going to cheer like a tiff cheering for 9-11. Just a I wasn't. 9-11 fan. <laughs> I, I got to say, I wasn't. I got a bunch. It was like, I don't know if. What if a crazy are, story. It's like being in, it's like being, I guess, in Boston when the Red Sox win the World Series, but everybody knows you're a Yankees fan. Like everybody's kept on yelling at me. And just I, called I, me gay. Feel, I feel you would be. Like if Boston, if 
the Red Sox won the World Series, but like they won by crashing a plane into <laughs> the other team. <laughs> like the Cardinals Dude. were taken out by a plane by the Red Sox jet. Fucking fantastic parties though. As a teenager, those are fucking awesome. Yeah, you had them. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you say you're not supporting 9-11, but also like you didn't pass up the pizza party. You know? I did not pass up the pizza party. I grinded on some checks. Like it was it was a fucking solid week. Who's passing on a pizza party? Crazy? Dude, it was fucking it's crazy. We got to yeah. have a 9-11 pizza party this year. Honestly, and I'm just putting it out there, Fantastic 20th anniversary album. pizza party. Yeah. We'll listen to the blueprint and just fucking eat pizza. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, we'll we'll put up like a like a cheap American flag we bought made in China. Yeah. And uh and we'll just have some fucking retro vintage pizza. Knock over two breadsticks. All right, we should wrap this. I know it's I know talking about 9/11's fun and everyone listening is way into this, but we should probably we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. yeah tell my, us again about your your marriage. Where, where where's your wedding happening? Ida Wild October 23rd. Uh, tickets available on Yep. Once again, use code on pops at checkout to save 12% off tickets to a Tiff's wedding. They are so $195. Stressful. So each. stressful. And uh yeah, uh, I, I don't have, what do I have to plug? What, what am I doing? Follow me on Twitter, I guess, at Adam Todd Brown, if you want me to never tweet anything. I like, I retweet when the network tweets about a podcast. But other than that, man, fuck social media. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Uh, a Tiff, what do you got to plug? Dude, add a Tiff Myers on Instagram. I don't fucking, I have a Twitter, I don't fucking tweet. Just, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't fucking matter. Nothing at, matters, Jeff. At, pretend at like stuff matters. Fan. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, you can check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Gamefully Unemployed. And also, you don't even like you you don't even like sports. A sports podcast for people like Adam who don't like sports. Jeff uh, doesn't like sports. That's true. That's not what happened. Um, I got news coming Tuesday morning. Uh, I have plastered slight hints across my social media. Um, and if you've been paying attention, you might know what's coming, but, uh, check it out, you know, uh, pay attention on, on the evil so- of social media for the news I got dropping, dropping, I'm, I'm dropping. Oh, my, Jeff, the streets are watching. Break. The streets are watching Jeff. The big news. Drop that fucking heat. I'm, I'm going to do a nine 11. Are you getting married? <laughs> no, okay. No he is. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. A tiff, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Tiff Myers rookie card, everybody. <laughs> 9 11. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye.